0: Hello there. You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Yarrow. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 26 Free Hugs. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast. I am Danny. That is Julio at the controls keeping the ship afloat as I desperately try to make this ship keep going in a particular direction. I'm losing my voice. You can tell it's Friday and I've been talking all week in the office, but we're here. We made it. We hope that this finds you well. Hope this finds you safe and healthy and... Psychologically flexible. If not, that's what this little show is about. We will try to help one another one episode at a time. So let's get this going. Happy New Year. I'm sure we are all very thankful that 2020 is officially behind us. Here's to a better year, one can hope. And I think it's safe to say that the odds are pretty much in our favor that it will be a better one. Uh, Knock on wood. I'm knocking on my Top of my head, as if you can see me in this uh, non visual format. Uh, I wanted to, a spe- uh, wanted to extend a special welcome to those of you if this is your first time listening in. Thank you so much for giving us a try. And if you have been listening, thank you for continuing to do so. Your loyalty is highly appreciated. Uh, and we would love it if you continue to listen, we would love it if you continue to share. And we would love it if you subscribe. Sharing is caring. Please share the love. As always, feel free to email us at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. We love when listeners reach out to us. You can also find us on Instagram at thebalancingactmiami. That's another opportunity to to send us messages and whatnot. Um, You can give us a follow there too as well. As far as recap, um, been a been a couple months. Uh, the holidays and stuff have gotten in between our um, between the last episode and this episode. But our last episode was about the four horsemen. Cue the that's actually me doing the sound effects. That sound actually pretty good. I'm in, I'm impressed. The four horsemen of psychological inflexibilities, uh, which spell out fear. Right. So is was, was our fusion to thoughts, our excessive goals, avoidance and the remoteness to our goals that are the four horsemen that have this way of undermining us in the pursuits of our goals, and more importantly, in our pursuits of a more purpose-driven and fulfilled life of flexibility. Uh, Today's episode is about being in the moment. We have talked several times in different ways about mindfulness, but today, we're specifically going to talk about being grateful for now because now is all we have. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. We are free to enjoy the now, so enjoy it and get your free hugs while you can. So hug the moment. Questions. How do you greet friends and family? With an excited hello? With a hug? With a wave of your hand? With nonchalance? With excitement? Dismissively? Have you arrived to your office not knowing how you got there? Have you been so distracted during dinner that you didn't even remember tasting your food? How often do you show gratitude when you wake up? When you get a call from someone you haven't heard from in a while, How do you react? How often are you truly in tune with someone when having a conversation? Are you acting as if they're the only person in the world speaking? Two concerts. I am a huge fan of concerts <laughs> um i um i've been to about um the confession time although amongst my close friends i'm still not the, le- the leader in concert going for dave matthews band but i've been to about 90 dave matthews band concerts um since 1995 um uh, but I can say I know I know individuals that have gone to more than 100 Dave Matthews band concerts. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Dave Matthews band. Uh, we're talking about another band, um, Mute Math, which um, actually, I think the show I'm talking about, Julio, you, I think you had gone with me for that show. No, no, the, we went to a Mute Math show, but I'm not sure the the... the Mute Math show I'm gonna talk about I don't think was the one that you went to sorry, I, my memories are melding together, but um, Mute Math I went to a Mute Math show about seven years ago right and um, if you don't know who Mute Math is, add them to your music queue now if you're on Apple Music or Amazon Prime this there's no. Uh, there's no sponsorship from them, and you're about to find find out why in a second. But um, I I was a huge fan of theirs, and I saw they're a great live performance band. They're just very experimental and super talented and whatnot. And uh, I remember going about seven years ago to the show, and you know having a great time. And at that point, I think it's like the seventh or eighth time that I had seen them. Right. Little did I know that a few years later. Um, I think like two or three years later, I might be getting the dates a little screwed up, but uh, the band started to break up. (laughs) Um, You know, they, they lost their bass player who I believe is from South Florida. Um, Cardenas, I think is the last name is Mitchell Cardenas. And then um, really what I believe the heart and soul of the band is, you know, between the lead singer whose name is Paul Meany and then the drummer, Darren King, um, they lost the drummer. And basically the band was no longer, you know, they had the name mute math, but they weren't mute math anymore. Right. But anyway, um, it's um, the reason why I mentioned that particular concert was I had no idea that was the last time I was going to see mute math. Right. Like, I'm not sure if anyone else has had that experience where if you're a big if you're a music head or a concert head and you go to a show and not realizing that that show that you attended was the last incarnation of that band. But you had no idea it was going to be the last time you saw that band. That particular night was definitely the experience where I just attended it like every other show I attend, but I didn't really um, savor it. No, as if it was the last time I was going to see them live uh, and I regret it now another concert that comes to mind right which uh in the same nature right and oddly enough well it, technically it's the last concert I've been to because all the concerts I was going to go to in 2020 got canceled because of COVID right um but I have to admit about a month ago and i'm thankful for it i was working i was at the office i was seeing clients on a saturday and i was hearing rock music i'm like where's this rock music coming from and it's right down the street from my office there's uh it's an area in south miami called sunset place and it's sort of like this courtyard area and school uh, school of rock was actually hosting this like you know socially distanced concert you had these like young young uh you know teenagers that were jamming out to classic rock. So that's actually, you know, I guess that's the most recent concert I attended. I literally, in between sessions, I actually like... sped walked down down to listen to it it because i was jonesing for some live music but i digress anyway so before that school of rock show that i got to experience about a month ago there was a show that i went to with a friend of mine uh during art basil is it basil or basil basil right art basil miami right so a really good friend of mine she invited me to this um this kind this you know alternative uh type of uh Hard to explain it. It was incredible, but like a folk music alternative instrumental type of thing, right? It was really like a very immersive experience, which was very enjoyable. But there was something about that show, What Happened Before, which I want to share um, in terms of what this episode is about so we got there early we kind of set up a blanket we sat we sat down waiting as they were sound checking and whatnot and in front of us there was this group maybe seven or eight individuals that were sitting on their on their blanket doing the same thing as we were and someone arrives to the show arrives to the seating area and walks up to that group and one of the gentlemen in that that was already sitting down stands up and and hugs the, the 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 recent arrival and he, and he hugs her right but this was like the hug of hugs right the hug i mean It's the type of hug that if I was a movie director and someone's coming out of prison after like a 20-year sentence, the hug that they would give like, like, oh my God, I haven't seen you like in 20 years. It was just like this like loving, like, oh my God, it was like a three-minute hug. And I'm not sure if you've ever hugged someone for like three minutes, but that's a long time to hug someone, right? It was so much that here I am 14, no, yeah, like 14 months later and I'm talking about this hug that I saw in front of me, right? And me and my friend, we were talking like, wow, that's like a... That's, man, they really miss each other, right? They sit down, we're there, we're kind of small talk, waiting for the show to start. Someone else shows up, a part of that little clique, um, walks up to the group, and again, the same guy who gave that amazing, like, loving three-minute hug gets up and gives this new guy uh, this... Hug like I haven't seen you in forever. So I'm thinking, man, maybe this guy's traveling from out visiting from out of town or whatever. And uh, and so he's just misses everybody. Right. Uh, Whatever. Same kind of hug. Okay, good. And then the show starts. Great experience, whatever shows over. And then when everyone's leaving, this guy begins to hug everyone in his group the same way. Goodbye. Right. And it struck me what was going on. That this gentleman is basically hugging these people as if he's never going to get to see them again and he's hugging them like it's the final goodbye right and he's showing this gratitude like i don't know if i'm going to get another chance to say goodbye to you right so this is it i want to make this count but then when he sees you again like oh my god i never thought i was going to see you again so he gives imagine giving a hug to someone that you thought you would never see again Right, and it was just, and then uh, me, me and my friend were talking about it. It was just like really, like to me, it was just like mind-boggling. Like, wow, like, why are we not more like that, right? Um, where we embrace each other in that way. Where it's like, my God, I didn't think I was going to see you, right? And, I, and I'm sure, you know, not to get you know to to the heavy stuff here because it's like I don't want to <laughs> trigger stuff for listeners. But like, I'm sure there's people that. We we saw for the last time that we didn't realize was going to be the last time, right? And then and a lot of the work I do is helping um, clients deal with the fact that they didn't handle that last moment the way they wanted to, right? So just um, interesting, you know, di- um, dichotomy in these two concerts. This idea of um, of being totally in gratitude, mindfully in these moments, because you don't know if they're going to come again, right? So. Two concerts. Now is eternity. So going back to the beginning, right? We talked about all the different processes and acceptance and commitment therapy, right? And again, not to like relitigate old episodes, but uh, you know, we talked about diffusion, which is being able to dis, uh, detach yourself from problematic thinking, acceptance, being able to be okay when things don't feel okay, uh, this idea of being tuned into who you are as the I am and self as context, understanding your values so you can direct yourself in a particular direction, committed action, which is actually doing things that honor your value systems. Uh, and then Mindfulness, right, or an act that what we would say contact with the present moment. So, this idea, um, like in this episode, it's about you know not only the con- like contact with the present moment, mindfulness. It's just. Our mindfulness has been used so much in in in, in the, you know, self help and, and counseling and psychology and you know and the and the get well movement. But what I think is being missed a lot and uh it's something that it's really been uh you know, something that's been coming up in my recent readings is the idea of, it's not only that mindfulness is to be in the present moment, it's this idea of being grateful of the present moment to actually see it as a gift so you can truly observe the wonder of this present moment, right? Uh, and I think that's a powerful distinction because sometimes people are using mindfulness as a control strategy or an escape mechanism and just, you know, let me observe the color of this or the smell of that or whatever, but like, can you just be in wonder of these things in the now and be totally mindful and immersed in that, uh, I think is the game changer, right? So I have a few quotes here uh, of... um different thinkers or whatnot um on this topic right so like this is albert einstein i don't need any promise of eternity to be happy my eternity is now i have only one interest to fulfill my purpose here where i am this purpose is not given me by my parents or my surroundings it is induced by some unknown factors these factors make me a part of eternity um Thich uh, Nhat Han, the Buddha said life is accessible only in the present moment. Life with all its wonders is accessible right now, so we train in coming back to the present moment. Uh, Buddha himself, do not dwell in the past, do not dream of the future, concentrate the mind on the present moment. Eckhart Tolle from The Power of Now Realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. Um, So these are just, you know, we could probably go for a whole hour uh, reading quotes on this stuff. But there's a common theme in these things. This idea of being in the now, being grateful that you have a now, and really being able to be mindful of the fact that you have a now now to be you know to experience um i I mentioned the book before there's a a gentleman named stephen jenkinson he wrote a book called die wise um it's a very heavy book beautifully written but heavy material it's about as the title um alludes to it's about dying uh he um but he has a beautiful way of Um, embracing the topic right but there's one part in the book that's uh that's touching he talks about he i believe it's in australia he's doing like a walkabout and one of the mornings he's uh in a gathering with uh i guess like the the tour guide which are local like aborigines and uh and during breakfast one of them calls out to steven and says you americans are odd folks and then Stephen Jenkinson's like that's a kind of a weird breakfast topic to have, right? And um, and then so Stephen asks him, "What do you mean by that, odd folks? I think you're probably right, but what do you mean by us being odd folks?" And then the the tour guide says that, "Yeah, you you Americans, you wake up every morning expecting to be alive," and um, and that uh, that passage really like struck home to me when I when I was reading that book uh, a few years ago because how many of us wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is grab our phone and open our Instagram or open whatever our social media is. And we almost use our social media as like the periodical newspaper back in the day, like back in the 70s and 80s when they would open up like the Wall Street Journal. Instead, we're opening up our our, our social media in the morning. But why aren't we waking up first thing in the moment and just like taking this mindful breath and like, I made it, right? Like. My whole body, everything that was supposed to do what it was supposed to do during those seven or eight hours of, of sleep did what they were supposed to do to let me awaken this morning and to embrace a new day. Right. So um, like he goes on in, in die wise to unpack that and to show how we really take the this the the nows for granted, you know, and I think it's a powerful uh, lesson to, to, to focus on that we. We are in this age of anxiety where we worry so much about where the next thing is coming, what's happening tomorrow, what what we're going to do with our money, where we're going to go, what we're going to do, what's going to happen, and we don't cherish the now. And when we're with loved ones, are we really putting all of our devotion into that moment with with our loved ones and having this conversation? And it could be something as simple as, uh, talking about, um, I don't know, how their work day was, but are we fully in that conversation with this person that we love? Like, are we totally grateful that the universe has provided us this opportunity to be with this person for these nine or 10 minutes to talk about this? When we get to eat, like, are we truly grateful? You know, I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna do it. For these chicken wings that are in front of us, <laughs> I had to put chicken wings. It's been a while since I've mentioned chicken wings. But are we fully grateful, like for this moment? Like I have this in front of me. Like all the work, all the different things that happen. Like this is, like in this moment, can I be, you know, uh, uh, totally grateful and mindful of this? You know, my um, like when I um when I, when I do grace, like, um, during the holidays, you know, one of the things I pray for is thank the hands that prepared this food because we forget the process that has led up to that moment. Right. But like this, the moment, if, if we get totally into the moment and grateful for the moment, then there's an eternity of gratitude that is, that is there. Right. And I I would just, um, I would definitely, um, encourage, uh, All of us. I'm going to include myself in that. I'm going to say all of you, all of us, to be more grateful for that now because I feel like our lives will be more fulfilled if we fill ourselves up with now instead of um, trying to fill our baskets with things that haven't happened yet when we have things right in front of us that are already happening. And now for the challenge. As I continue to challenge you to be an active participant in your own life, I challenge you to approach your daily interactions as if they are your last chance to experience them. Talk to your significant other as if this could be the last time you speak. Would you change the way you speak to this person? Hopefully in a, in a good way, <laughs> right? Uh, hug your loved one as if you don't know when the next time you'll be able to hug. This might be the last hug, like, like the gentleman that I was talking about at the concert at Art Basel. Help your best friend as if this is the last chance to, you, you have to actually help them. Approach your work as if it's a gift, as if that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Like, this is my chance to do the best job I can possibly do right now. Play with your child with every ounce of energy you can muster. Wake up thankful that you were graced with another day. When you Even if it's a 5 a.m. wake up, be thankful that you woke up. Be thankful that you were able to wake up and take a deep breath in. Maybe you're at Starbucks and you're chatting with the barista as they prepare your drink. Who knows? Chat with them. You might never have that opportunity again. Seize these moments in your nows, because who knows if they will ever happen again. Hug the moment, because hugs are free. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy. I hope you share. Remember to email us with questions and or feedback and send us pictures of you listening to the podcast on your purpose driven drives through life remember do that safely i don't we do not want someone to risk injury doing something you know silly uh although it'd be cool to have a skydiving one right but like uh, one of my clients went skydiving the other day and he showed me a picture it was pretty cool what classic films you might want us to do in the podcast because uh we will do an act films one soon covid kind of threw us off because we've been doing you know we haven't been having more than two people doing the show together, but we do have uh, intentions to do more acting films episodes. We do have a couple act professional episodes coming up too. So look out for that. Um, if you have ideas or suggestions, please, you can email us at the balancing act podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Julio. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the time that we have together. Um, he is the producer that makes this a reality and he keeps this ship afloat. I hope you are safe. I hope you're healthy. I hope you continue to be safe. I hope you continue to be healthy and that we all continue to grow. This is the Bouncing act. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care.